All right. Thank you, Father. Well, we're going to press in. Uh, and just really spend some time in the scriptures. We're talking about walking in destiny, and our focus is to be an encouragement uh, today as we spend time in his presence. So if you're just tuning in, I encourage you uh, just to post uh, where you're watching from and just uh, give us a shout out on the messenger. Thumbs up are great as well. I don't see them coming through uh, on the feeds uh, from where I'm watching the feeds from. But uh, if you've got a scripture verse you want to share, welcome Evelyn. Good to see you in Arkansas. Thanks for joining with us. Uh, we've got Anne and PA joining as well. Welcome. Good to see you. Um, if you get a scripture, you want to share it, just post it and uh, we'll just see what the the father does. Uh I think, uh, if I remember correctly, the whole reason we're in this Walk in Destiny series is because of a scripture that Russell posted back a number of days ago. You know, we just want to capture what the, the Holy Spirit is saying and doing. And, you know, we're together to make a difference for the kingdom. Cassandra, welcome on YouTube. Good to see you. Um, so that that's our purpose here, is that we walk together and we encourage each other. I want to thank every person for the encouragement I'm receiving as well as we are spending time in the scriptures. What are the things we are learning as we're going through this time of devotion? What things are we picking up in the spirit? You know, uh, it's it's amazing what we are seeing uh, through this series. One of the things we dealt with is we dealt with rejection, uh, commissioning, and faith and we're going to touch a little bit on that in Matthew chapter 4 like we did before but we're going to come at it from a little bit of a different angle uh, this time round but what we want to see in the midst of all the things we are doing we want to see Elohim lifted high we want to see God lifted high it's not about how great your faith is hello here's my shield of faith you've got to see it we want to walk by faith and walk in destiny and see the promises of Yehovah manifest in our lives so that God's name is lifted high. It is about his name's sake. Hallelujah. You got Keith in there? I didn't see Keith showing up. Russell's saying shalom, Keith. Anyway, Keith, if you're out there somewhere, welcome. <laughs> Maybe there's a delay. I don't know. Anyway, it's good to have uh, the guys from Liverpool joining with us. There's B in Texas as well. Welcome, B. Been lifting you up in prayer each day. Hope you're doing well today. Uh, good to get an update report from you on how you're feeling. Uh, we've got Richard there in Oregon. Welcome. Good to see you, Richard. Thanks for joining with us. All right. Well, we are gathering. What a gathering of the believers we have tonight. So let's just start with prayer. Father, we thank you. We thank you for this time together. We just release your promises over our life. We ask you speak into our hearts that the that the flow of what we talk about and the thing and, and the places that we go in Scripture tonight may it be ordained by the Spirit to bring transformation into our lives and hearts. We are open to receive from you. We humble ourselves before your mighty throne today and we ask you to minister into our lives that we can see your kingdom come and your will done. So we commit this time to you and we ask you, Father, just to lead and guide us. That's what our prayer is tonight in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Welcome, Clay, from Texas. Good to have you join us as we press in. 
Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. So what are we doing tonight? Walking in destiny. We're going to be looking at uh, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And we're talking about the commissioning through this series this week. We're sharing a lot of testimony of what we go through in life. And, you know, I've had I've had so much incredible feedback from people uh, who have really been set free in this journey of faith and walking in destiny because so many times we're being beaten up by the enemy and uh, you know if you're standing on your own it's very easy for the devil to deceive you but when you start walking with others and sharing your heart and sharing your experiences with others we start to realize that you know all these attacks and the things that are happening to you it's not unique that there's other people that are going through these challenges in this faith walk. You know, this week we're seeing lots of people being set free from uh, deferred hope and the imprisonment of the enemy to, to beat you up and, and cause you to lose heart concerning the promises of Yehovah. And we want to establish our walk in the Spirit. It's so important. And when we're talking about destiny and walking the journey, we're asking, let's get on the highway of Yehovah. I hope you're blessed and encouraged to be on the highway of Yehovah because it's a place of safety. It's a road that the Father has prepared for us to walk in the kingdom. It's a spiritual road as well as a physical road. And I believe there's going to be a time coming very soon where the highway of Yehovah will be recognized as Elohim brings his people back to the land of promise. So I want us to start tonight in Isaiah chapter 6. Um, a, a scripture, you know, I tell you what, man, uh, I need to go back into the archives of when I was driving around the States the other month. Um, I think I was heading to Florida and I did a session on Isaiah chapter 6 and it was just full of the fire of the spirit it was an awesome time it really was incredible so anyway I want to share a little bit from here and just get the importance of walking destiny what's required of us as we are walking destiny we have got to step out to the place where we are fulfilling the will of Yehovah and Psalm 91 <laughs> before we read Isaiah 6. Where is the book of Psalms? It's the other way, Kenny. Come on. Wake up, O sleeper. Rise from the dead. Your salvation is nearer now than when you first believed. Okay, Psalm 91. Um, it says in verse, uh, verse 11, For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. It will guard you in all of your ways. So what ways are we walking in? Are we walking in the ways of Yehovah? We are talking about the way of destiny. He will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. Are your ways protected in Messiah? Oh yeah, so the world might be in chaos. You might be looking at chaos in front of you. But the scripture says in all your ways he will... Uh, you know, he will uh, guard you, his angels, uh, he will command his angels concerning you um, in all of your ways to protect you. So we don't have to be in fear because we are walking in destiny. Another key point we shared on this uh, series is the importance that if you are walking in destiny with Yehovah, 
you will not miss the promises that the Father has for you. So what is the Father saying to you? What words do you have? You know, some of you might be saying, well, you know, I had words and it's years ago and, I, you know, I'm so tired uh, because of the assignments of the enemy to break the promises of Yehovah. And j- just picture this, you know, here's the children of Israel. They have the promises of Yehovah. Moshe says, let my people go. This is deliverance from slavery. It's deliverance from the world system. It's the salvation call. Let my people go. And then the people had to come to the place where they had to commit to be obedient to Yehovah. Especially when it came to the last plague of the death of the firstborn. If you want to be protected, you need the blood on the doorposts of your homes. And you have to stay in your homes. And you have to uh, perform the Passover uh, meal and you're going to be protected. And, you know, what, what's the Father saying? In the midst of the battle, in the midst of the journey, this is not a time and a place to fast. It's a time where you need to eat. You know, get your coat on, get your staff in hand. I want you to eat this lamb, have this Passover meal, stand upon the promises that I have given you. And then when you've got all these combinations together, so what do you have? You have obedience. You know, there's a plague coming and it's going to come over all the households and it's it's going to affect all of Egypt. And here they are in Goshen. And how many how many plagues did not affect Goshen? The first three was everywhere uh, was everywhere, and then after three, Goshen did not experience the plagues that came against Pharaoh in Egypt. But when it comes to the last one, it comes to obedience. Every person has to stay in their home. Listen, if you don't eat of the lamb, if you don't put the blood in the doorposts of your heart, that angel of death is going to take you out. So. Obedience is important. It's an important principle. So get dressed, uh, you know, and eat in haste, ready to leave. Because this is the deliverance. This is the place where I'm going to bring you out. This is the place where you're going to walk into freedom. You're going to come out of slavery. And, you know, so often we're in that place where, yes, we're standing on the promises, but we're not dressed, ready to go. Oh, we want deliverance, but we don't want to get dressed to leave the situation. We don't want to get dressed uh, to walk out of the assignments of the enemy and make a proclamation. Enough is enough. And what have we witnessed through all of the plagues in Egypt? We witnessed the hardening of Pharaoh's heart. And it says that God hardened his heart. He hardened his heart. Why? Because it was time to demonstrate the revelation of the deliverance of God. So you might be in a situation right now where you think everything is coming against you. How are you going to get victory? How are you going to get through this? How are you going to see deliverance? Well, let me tell you something. If you're witnessing the hardening of the heart of the enemy, if, you, if you're witnessing that you're being pushed down into a place where how can there possibly be deliverance from this location? You know, where is my strength? Where is my ability? How can I overcome just the sheer size of what the enemy is uh, uh, is uh, using against me? 
And what's the father doing? He's going to use this situation. He's going to use these challenges to bring forth his power and his authority. Oh, you might, you might resist me in this way, Satan, but you watch what my God's going to do. Why? Because I will remain faithful. I will be obedient. I'm in preparation for the deliverance. And it's not just in relate, relation to salvation. We've talked about the stories of walking in destiny and facing the challenges. If you will just hold on, you're on the brink of a miracle. Psalm 22, you know, I'm not even getting to Isaiah 6 yet, but you know what? Let's just run with this. Let's just run with this because I believe the Father is speaking into people's hearts right now. Welcome, Tony. Good to see you. Thanks for joining. We've got D as well. Welcome. Good to see you. We've got... Um, Daria, da, <laughs> Daria, <laughs> I'm going to get your name right. I tell you what, uh, Di, yeah, how, how do you say your name again? Actually, I was I was reviewing this the other day just to make sure I get it. Daria, I think that's right. Anyway, good to see you. Thanks for joining with us. Hallelujah. <laughs> hey, you got a prayer request. What's the prayer request? Christian Jenkins, and uh, she's been struggling with some evil spirits. She needs deliverance. And to be mikvah, to be baptized, put prayer out for her, please. All right. Well, let's just stop and pray right now. Father, we thank you uh, for Christina Jenkins. We just want to stand in the gap for her right now. We break all the assignments of the enemy. And we ask, Father, that she gets supernaturally delivered from these evil spirits. Father, we come against the assignments of the enemy. We release the blessing and protection of Messiah over her life right now. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. All right. Yeah, it's good just to pause and to stop and to take time out and to press in for those who are in need. Psalm 22, my God, my God. Why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me? So far from the words of my groaning. Oh, my Elohim, I cry out by day, but you do not answer by night and uh, by night and am not silent. Don't give up. You know, receive the word of Yehovah. Daria. Okay, got it. <laughs> receive the word of Yehovah. I'm just responding to the notes if you're listening on the podcast here. <laughs> hey, don't give up. Oh, my Elohim, I cry out by day, but you do not answer. It's not that he's not answering. It's just we haven't received the response from heaven yet. We're waiting to receive the response <clears throat> from heaven. So let's stand in the gap for those who are broken, but also in the midst of the challenges of walking in your destiny. When the Father hardens the heart of the enemy, he is doing it for his name's sake. He's doing it to demonstrate. It's not by might. It's not by power. You can have all the money in the world, but you can't have victory over Elohim. You can think you have all the muscle power that you've ever needed, but you are nothing in comparison to who my God is. My God is able, and he will carry me through. Why? Because I choose to be about the purposes and will of Yehovah. So what a blessing it is to see the hearts of many in the Scripture who cry out. The Bible doesn't uh, hide 
the pain of what people go through. That's why we can relate so much as we study the Word. That's why I'm current. I'm encouraging you in the midst of your uh, despair. Maybe some of you are in that place right now. In the midst of your despair, don't leave the Scriptures, but stay in the Word. Isaiah chapter 6. <laughs> Thanks, Father, for the side salad for the meal. What uh, a blessing that was. <laughs> Amen. It says, um, Isaiah chapter 6, obviously, you know, he is just experiencing uh, walking into the Holy of Holies, Isaiah. Woe to me, I cried. I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. And my eyes have seen the King, Yehovah Almighty. Then one of the seraphs flew to me with a live coal in his hands, which he had taken with the tongs from the altar, and with it he touched my mouth and said, See, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away and your sin is atoned for. You know, so when you recognize in the presence of Yehovah the sin in your life, listen, when we come together and we start applying the word, we start to see the sin within our life and we should be convicted not to run away from God. And you see Isaiah, woe to me, you know, am I going to die in this place? I need to get out of here. I'm not built to be in this place. And then all of a sudden, what do we see? We see the atonement of our sin. So in our journey in faith, and our journey in destiny, never get tired of dealing with teshuvah, dealing with repentance. Don't be tired of it. It will save your life if we will take short accounts before the Father, if we allow the conviction of the Holy Spirit to bring change to our lives and to our walk. It will bring transformation. So, you know, we see uh, his guilt is taken away. He is atoned for. And if the enemy is trying to put false guilt on you, uh, he's trying to beat you up and, and destroy your life, I just want to say be free right now in Yeshua's name because your guilt is atoned for in the Messiah. I heard the voice of Yehovah saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Let me tell you something. This is not a request from heaven that's a one-off incident. This is a request that heaven is speaking on an ongoing basis. And where are the people who are responding to the word of Yehovah? I heard the voice of Yehovah saying, Whom shall I send and who will go with me? And I said, Here I am. Send me. He said, Go and tell the people. And I'm not going to go into the prophecies of the things that he brings forth. I just want you to get this understanding. That there is a voice calling from heaven. There is a commission being released from heaven. And it's this. Whom shall I send? Who will go for us? Why? What? What? what send to what? what? What's the word? You know, what's the message? Who will be my voice to this generation? Who will set the captives free? And the Father is calling out for people to rise up and to be the voice of Elohim, to speak forth his word to this generation. I want to encourage you. 
Are you responding to the voice of the Spirit? You know, it's one thing just to read the Scripture, just trying to identify where you are in the Scripture and what you can do uh, to benefit God's kingdom. That's one thing. But who's responding to the voice of Elohim? We have got to respond to his voice. So I want to encourage you to respond, to seek the voice of Yehovah, to respond to his voice. It's so important because when you are commissioned, you have authority. And, you know, as we're coming up to Shavuot, as we're waiting for Shavuot, we're preparing our hearts for this event. We want to receive the outpouring of the Spirit and we want his commissioning to function in the kingdom. So we're going to talk about Matthew chapter 4. And I just want to read the first part of Matthew chapter 4 because we just had the mikvah. We just had Yeshua being mikvahed at the end of chapter 3. And as soon as Yeshua had been baptized, verse 16 of chapter 3 of Matthew, as soon as he was mikvahed, he went up out of the water. And at that moment, heaven opened and he saw the spirit of Elohim descend like a dove and lightning on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. So we're talking about the commissioning. We're talking about the transformation in preparation for the mission. You know, he was mikvahed not because he had sin, but he was doing it out of obedience to set the way forward that we need to go. We need to be baptized in water of John the Baptist. It's the baptism of repentance. Hallelujah. And Yeshua stood in the gap on behalf of the nations. Hallelujah. It's amazing. So then in chapter 4, verse 1, when Yeshua was led, then Yeshua was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. Well, that's great. You know, can't we have the party? You know, after the mikvah, after the baptism, isn't it time to celebrate? No, he had to leave the party right away while other people were rejoicing. Yeshua was taken away and he was led into uh, the desert to be tempted by the devil. He fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. He's basically saying, Flesh, I need you to understand this. I'm going on a journey and I'm going on this journey by the Holy Spirit. I'm going to walk in the Spirit. I'm not walking in the flesh. And that's where we've got to get to, to that place where we make a declaration. Father, I thank you for the equipping to walk in the Spirit. So he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. Then the tempter came to him and said, If you are the son of Elohim, tell these stones to become bread. And what's the enemy going to do? He's not going to say, I recognize you are the son of Elohim. He says, if you are. You know, do you believe who you are? Do you believe in who you are? Well, didn't... <laughs> Didn't we just have the declaration from the Father? This is my Son, whom I love, in whom I am well pleased. With him I'm well pleased. Well, if, if, if you are the Son of Elohim, if, know who you are. This is what the, understand the tactics of the enemy. He wants you to worship foreign gods. He wants you to get your worship off God. He wants you to take shortcuts, uh, for the easy life, 
lavishing on you uh, all the blessings of this world system and in the end losing your soul. But Yeshua is in a place of fasting. And in the place of fasting and hungering, he's in complete dependence of Yehovah. And while he's going through all of this, it's hot in the desert. If you're the son of Elohim, tell these stones to become bread. It's the end of the fast. It's the end of the fast. And what did Yeshua say? It is written, man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of Elohim. We need to partake of the bread of heaven. He's quoting Deuteronomy chapter 8 at that uh, section. So what's Yeshua saying? He says, you know, I'm not acting on my own. I'm not functioning on my own. So when the devil's attacking you, what are some of the key things we can learn from this? You know, I am not going to operate in my power. You know, can I say to these stones? You know, can I turn these stones to bread? You know, but he's not flaunting what he thinks he is. No. What's he doing? He says, I am not called to operate independently, but I'm called to operate in the Father's power. So I'm going to rely upon the word of Yehovah. I'm not going to succumb to the temptation to turn stones to bread just to satisfy my flesh. I am not independent. I am dependent on the Father. And as we are walking in destiny, these are key things that we have to learn from Yeshua in his journey. Let's not be independent. Stop trying to do things for your own personal need and recognize that there's a source of provision that you have got to pull on. So pull on his position right now. Pull on his position. So Father, we ask for the provision of heaven. We ask for the bread of life, the provision that you have for us, not the bread that comes from this world's system. So we thank you, Father, that we are not independent, but we are dependent on you. We're not going to try and release power from ourselves, you know, where we can rise up and puff ourselves up to say the things that we want to say no we're going to be dependent on him we're going to rest in him and we are going to partake of the bread of heaven he cares for us the father cares for us our father which art in heaven hallowed be your name your kingdom come your will be done on the earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread give us today our bread receive the bread from heaven Matthew chapter 6, verse 11. Give us today our daily bread. We need to receive from him. So so make sure you don't get into the day where you're just running off in your own power and your own strength. You know, oh, I've had my cereal. I've had my, um, I've had my bacon. <laughs> not my bacon. My, my turkey bacon. My beef bacon. My uh, duck bacon. You know, duck. Anyone had duck bacon? That, isn't it awesome? Duck bacon is amazing. you got to try it, you know. Haven't had that for a long time. You know, we don't have these alternatives here in Israel. It's only in other countries. I don't think I've even seen turkey bacon. Maybe I'm shopping in the wrong shops. I don't know. Anyway, i just got to have my avocado with my eggs these days, you know. 
and mushrooms. Hallelujah. All right, so we're at verse 5. See, I'm getting hungry already, you know. But we don't... <laughs> Duck is unclean, Jerry says. What, you reckon? <laughs> okay. Duck is nice, says Russell. <laughs> okay. Looks like we're going to end up in a theological uh, 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 battle here in a minute, Jerry. <laughs> oh, Jerry, you know, I was talking about that song yesterday. The devil is a liar. You know, and you gave me those quotes. Uh, I found out the one that I used to love listening to. It was the Allies. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard the Christian b uh, uh, band, the Allies. Anyway, that's pretty cool. Anyway, okay, so verse 5. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are, here he comes again, not because you are, if you are the son of Elohim. And the enemy's got to continually uh, come and, uh, and attack you with your identity. If he can just get... Uh, you to uh, lose your identity, you'll lose the authority of what it truly means to walk in the Spirit. If you're the son of Elohim, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in his hands, so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. Wait a second, isn't that just the verse we read in Psalm 91? Yeah. He will command his angels concerning you. But what's the difference between what Hasatan said and what the scripture actually says? There's a, there's a little portion of the scripture that's taken out. And it's this, in all your ways. He will command his angels concerning you in all your ways. Let's just go there. Let's just double check. Uh, make sure we got this right now. Psalm 91, verse 11. For he will command his angel concerning you to guard you in all your ways. So what does it say? He will command his angels concerning you. And then he misses out the rest to guard you in all your ways. <laughs> so he'll command his angels concerning you. So here's here's Satan twisting the scripture. You know, and what are you? You know, look, if you're the son of man, throw yourself down. Guess what? Everyone's going to proclaim you as the Messiah as they see you fall down and the angels saving you. But the devil's going to misquote scripture. How many times have you been involved in discussions and theology with people where they refuse to keep the scripture within context? They want it out of context. You know, and that's what Satan's doing here. He's missing out the portion that says um, to guard you in all of your ways. Well, guess what? We are called to walk in the ways of Yehovah, not in the ways of Satan and not in the ways of the flesh. So we are not called to be independent, are we? We are called to walk in the spirit. Welcome, Melinda. Good to see you uh, from... Uh, where are you at? Oh, New York. Okay, excellent. Thanks for joining with us. Good to see you. Excellent. Hallelujah. Jerry's still going on. Well, he's not going on anymore about this. Uh, I'll have to look into that about the duck not being clean. Not heard that before. Anyway, I'll have a look at that, Jerry. Thanks for sharing that. Duck and goose run the race. <laughs> I've got a message on uh, what do I share on the goose. Um, the Royal Goose uh, of Information. Yeah, I shared that Arthur Bailey's ministry many years ago. 
Uh, I may be mistaken about the duck. Yeah, I'm not sure, Jerry, about the duck, you know? Not sure about that, but I'll definitely look at it and we'll go on a little journey together on that. Hallelujah. Anyway, so what we're seeing in this, we're talking about the mikvah, the commissioning. We hear the, the words from heaven. This is my son whom I love with him I'm well pleased. We're seeing the pattern of Yeshua operating in his ministry into his calling to proclaim the kingdom. And you and I are called too to proclaim the kingdom. So I want to encourage you to step out into the promises of the Father and take seriously the commission over your life. Do you want to accelerate your destiny? Then, you know, choose what speed you're moving at on the highway of Yehovah. You know, I'm running on the autobahn. Man, I like to get up there and put that uh, uh, pedal to the metal and get moving at high speed. Isn't it cool going at high speed? I love going at high speed. But if we're going at high speed, we need to be accurate in uh, the things of Yehovah. Right, Jerry. I can't watch what you're writing here. You're you're uh, you're knocking me off track here. The word swan is not in the original Hebrew, but some translations, the original Hebrew says owl. Okay, it's not duck. <laughs> duck is too greasy for me anyway. <laughs> awesome. All right, Jerry. Let's get back to Matthew chapter four. <laughs> it's still keep the interaction. I don't mind. You know, look. We, we just want to flow with what the Father's doing together. We're here together. So it's okay sharing. It's I'm only joking when I'm saying it's knocking me off, you know. We're just interacting with this. Okay, Matthew chapter 4. So what we're, we're seeing in this portion of Scripture, we're seeing that the enemy, the, the tactics of the enemy that are being applied to Yeshua, you know, nothing's new under the sun. This is how Satan wants to destroy you. He wants you to think that you can't break through, especially at the moment. Right at that moment of the breakthrough, the devil wants you to walk in deferred hope and walk away and not walk into the promise. And my encouragement is this. Stay the course. Stay the course. Don't give up. You're on the brink of your miracle. You will see... Uh, the plans of God in your life fulfilled. Hallelujah. So what did Yeshua answer in verse 7? It is also written, Do not put Yehovah, your Elohim, to the test. Don't put God to the test. So you're in the midst of the challenges of the enemy. You've got the devil misquoting you, or misquoting the word, and uh, trying to get you to compromise but we need to go back and identify what does the word actually say. And let's not believe what the devil's saying, but let's believe the word of Yehovah. Hallelujah. Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Verse 8. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. So where's the devil going with this? If you are, if you are, if I can't get you on your identity of who you are in Messiah, the purpose that you're, you know, you're here for. So, so, so I can't get you in that area. But, you know, how about if I give you a path to achieve your identity or your purpose without paying the price? I already have the kingdoms of this world. They already belong to me. 
I have robbed of Adam and Eve and now I'm in possession. So I can't get you in the areas of deception. So how about this? What about if you bow down and worship me and I will give you all the kingdoms of this world? I'll just give it to you. If you bow down and worship me. Why? Because I'm in charge of all of this. And what does Yeshua say? Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Away from me, Satan. Why? Because it's all about who you're going to worship. That's the bottom line. So, you know, you need to know who you are. You need to know that you're walking in the destiny that the Father has called you to. If you don't know that destiny... Don't worry about, uh, you know, works on a daily basis. Discover who you're called to be. That's why we need to take time to be students of the Word, to press in, to discover who we are called to be. And I encourage you, you know, Arthur Bailey's got an incredible um, university that he has set up. If you want to study and to to learn and, and to really get into the Word and break it down, I encourage you, check out Arthur Bailey Ministries, you know. And, uh, you know, it's exciting to see ministries that are committed to going deeper in the teach level, you know, to doctorate level, uh, to degree level, so that you can understand and be able to divide the Word and, you know, be able to debate the Word as well. You know, it was sad news to hear about uh, Ravi, who passed away yesterday, um, one of the great debatist, uh, uh, debaters, uh, the Indian. Incredible uh, debates that he would do against false religions and stuff. Uh, you know, really benefited a lot from a lot of great content uh, that he produced over the years, you know. So we just pray for his family right now as they are mourning his loss yesterday. And uh, we just pray that the content of his ministry, well, we know it's going to go on and on and bless many more. Hallelujah. We know it's appointed for us to, to die, you know. We're not going to live forever, but we do celebrate the lives of those who have uh, brought pioneered paths of truth to set many people free from false religions. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, so Satan, away from me. Why? Because what is he looking for? He wants your worship. So what are you worshiping today? Are you worshiping the Lord thy God and serving him only? And this is the key. It's not just about worship and, ah, oh, I'm just in the place of worship and praise and worship. No, it's about what? Worship Yehovah your Elohim and serve him. How are we serving the Lord? How are we serving Yehovah within our lives? Let's press in and be everything that the Father has called us to be. So I'm just going to jump ahead here because I just want to get to a point of the journey, the process. Um, we know Yeshua leaves uh, Capernaum. He goes to he leaves Nazareth. He goes to Capernaum, to Capernaum in the Galilee. We know it's prophet, uh, prophecy being fulfilled. And he starts ministering the message, Repent for the kingdom of heaven is near. Then Yeshua, this is verse 18, is walking beside the Sea of Galilee. He saw two brothers, Simon called Peter, and his brother Andrew. They were casting nets into the, the lake, for they were fishermen. And what did Yeshua say to them? He said, come follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. 
Come follow me and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. Yeshua had authority. He had victory. He came out of the wilderness and he walked in the calling that was over his life. We've got to come out of the wilderness and start walking in the calling. You know, you've got to come out of that prayer and fasting place. You know, how how filled up do you need to be? If you're a mature believer and you have been filled up in the Word and in the Scripture, you've got to come out of that place and start walking into the the destiny and the purpose that the Father has for you. Come follow me and I will make you fishers and men. Just as we saw the call in Isaiah 6, you know, let's just go back there, you know. Let's just make reference to what it says. You know, this is a word for someone, I believe, that's just going to release you into ministry, into the call the Father has over your life. Verse 8, Then I heard the voice of Yahovah saying, Whom shall I send? Who will go for us? Not who will go for me. Who will go for us? Hallelujah. The Father and the Son, by the power of His Spirit. Who will go for us? Here I am, send me. And I want to commission you tonight, and I want to call you, take up the call of the Father to walk in his ways. Will you be fishers of men? Will you go out and win the lost and make a difference in a broken world? Father, we need you. We need you to uh, bring, uh, you know, bring your life in in us and through us to make a difference in this generation? Do we have opportunity to witness, to share our faith? Do we take the time to invest in the lives of others? You know, it's so important. People are going through difficult times, hard times. But as we come together, what happens? We identify the strategies of the enemy and we keep focused on the journey that we are walking in destiny with Yehovah. And I want to encourage you today. Don't give up. You're on the brink of a miracle. So you might feel that the enemy has pushed you so hard that he's broken you so far that you can't get out of this situation. And just like Pharaoh, you know, the father hardened his heart to bring forth the greatest miracle. So if you feel pressed on every side, I want to tell you the father is privileged to be in your life. And the reason you're going through all this pressing, you know, if you're in a great battle, you're going to have a great victory. You can't be in a great battle and have a little victory. If you win in a mighty battle, you'll have a mighty victory. Hallelujah. If you go through a little test, you'll have a little testimony. You go through a big test, you go through a huge test, then the testimony of Yehovah will be powerful. It will bring transformation into the lives of others. So let's be people who walk in the name of Yehovah, that live in righteousness to see his kingdom come and his will done. All right. Well, listen, that's what I want to share tonight. Uh, you know, I've <laughs> obviously, what part are we on? We're on part five. I'm still looking at my notes and I haven't gone back to some of the notes the Father gave me on day two, but we're going to get there. We're going to get to those testimonies. I'm going to share them. But tonight, I just want you to get the message of the importance that we are hearing from heaven. We're hearing the Holy Spirit speak. Is Yeshua commissioning you? Is he calling you? 
Is he saying, Who will I send? Will you go with him? Yeshua, what did he say? He says, Come. Come. And I will make you fishers of men. Come, follow me. Are you really following Yeshua and all the things that you're doing? Is the Holy Spirit convicting you of, on change that you have to make on this journey? I'm not speaking a word of condemnation. I'm just speaking the word of alignment. Let's be aligned for the purpose of his kingdom. Hallelujah. Well, I hope you're blessed and encouraged with the word today. I think we've got to one hour. I think that's about where we're at. And, you know, I want to try and keep it to that time so that we're not um, uh, spending too long, you know, because we've always got tomorrow, haven't we? Hallelujah. There's another day. And we can put them on podcast and we can listen to them later and be blessed and encouraged. Come follow Yeshua. Let's be people who understand the strategy of the enemy to get you off course, to stop you walking in your destiny. And make a choice today on who you're going to worship. I'm going to worship the Lord thy God. And what else am I going to do? I'm not just going to worship him, but I'm going to serve him only. So we just say right now, Father, here we are. Will you send us? Will you use us? Will you make a difference in our lives? Yeah. We are blessed beyond the curse, says Richard. That That's his promise, that his promises will endure. That's right. That's why we read yesterday from Deuteronomy chapter 28. And we pressed in on that element. It was so beautiful just to go through the blessings that the Father said are meant to be part of your life. So, Father, we give you permission to operate and function in our lives. We will worship you and we will serve you. And we respond to the call of Yeshua. Come, follow me. We want to walk on the highway of Yehovah and fulfill the destiny that you have set out for us before the foundations of the earth. And in doing that, we are guaranteed. You are guaranteed. It's not maybe you'll see victory. You will be victorious in all that you do. Hope you're blessed and encouraged with the message tonight. If you have prayer requests, I'm just going to ask you to send them uh, by email. Kenny at... Uh, did I... <laughs> bulldozerfaith.com I can't talk and write at the same time Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com send in your prayer request post your prayer request right here right now if you're watching uh, or you're watching this message and it's it's not live post your prayer requests on this feed if you want the group to pray um, you know just get get your prayer requests out there so we can all stand and pray for you if it's private and you just want to send a note or you need counseling you need support i want you to know that we are here for you if you need a call where you where, where you can just discuss what you're going through if you're facing challenges and you need uh, uh, some help then uh, email me and uh, we'll arrange a time and we will call you and spend some time just pressing in together so that you walk in victory. Always, if you're blessed by the ministry, remember that we are funded by friends and partners of the ministry. I am blessed and encouraged for all those who support the work and the things that we do. There's a link um, there to uh, donate to the work. Um, in the shelter of his wings, we are getting ready uh, for ministering to those suffering domestic violence 
um, you know, give towards those projects as we're building resources for the things that we are doing. Um, we're setting the the outline of how long it's going to take us to get this center open, but we're going to do things right, and it's going to be a blessing to the kingdom of Yahovah. We do need more monthly partners for the ministry for us to get these things in motion because we need to appoint staff to work with this project as well. And we want to bless the Mercianics in the land by providing employment and support for them and their families as they serve in the ministry as well. So I also want to send you a link here. This is a link. Uh, it's a tag on Bulldozer Faith. So if you're watching and you're not getting the links on YouTube, I know they just delete all the links after the live broadcast. So take note of the link. Click on it right now. Uh, it's a link to sign up for email alerts for the ministry. Uh, so I encourage you to click on that link so you get uh, the information that is uh, going out. You know, sometimes there's things we need to send out privately and not publicly, so we'll send that out by email. So join the email list and become part of the Bulldozer of Faith family and connect with us. Um, hope you're blessed and encouraged with the time that we are spending uh, together each day. And if you have testimonies as well and you want to share testimony, then I encourage you, uh, send us an email, share your testimony, and just tell us if you want us to share it publicly or if it's just for private use only. Let us know. And if we ever share anything publicly, enemy, we might use uh, a first name or we might not. We might just use a first initial letter um, just so that your uh, privacy is uh, protected. You know, our focus is not to infringe on, on your privacy. But we are here for you. And uh, look forward to connecting with you tomorrow. Thanks for joining. Until tomorrow, Yehovah bless. Can't wait to see what the Father's going to do tomorrow. Shalom, shalom.